after a long break from Shiurim, I hope you enjoyed not hearing my voice. So let's go back to the simon that we're learning, we're supposed to be learning now. Simon Kuf Tzadik Vov. Very excited is the Kisimen, which discusses, which discusses the dinim of B'dikas in Shiva Nakim. Essentially, the last two topics in Ilchas Nidah, which we're going to be finishing next few weeks, is Shiva Nakim, which is Kuftadik Vav, and then some dinim connected to Tvil and Chatzitza, if we have time. One of the, in Siv, in Siv Dalad, Shulchan Aruch brings you a halacha, everybody knows this, every day of the Shiva Nakim, a woman is supposed to do a when she doesn't have sektara on the fifth day before Shkia, whether, or whichever day the blood stops, if it's after the fifth day, it could be a sixth day, it could be a seventh day. And then afterwards, she has to do Shiva Nakim. She has to do Shiva Nakim, the one time in the morning, one time close to Bein Hashemoshes. That's the halacha. Now, Shulchan Aruch tells you if she only did one b'dike on the first day, or on the seventh day, or in the middle, it works. But if she didn't do any b'dikas whatsoever in all the seven days, she didn't have sick time, she didn't do any b'dikas in all the seven days, and then came the eighth day, and she did a b'dika, that counts as day one. And then the Shulchan Aruch says, that she has to do a b'dika on day one and on day seven, ve'ein lahoko. That is the halacha Shulchan Aruch tells you. Minimum is day one and day seven. Without that, you cannot be meiko. Where does this come from? There's a machlekes in Gemara, Rav and Rabbi Hanina. If a woman did a b'dika, did a sektara, then did a b'dika on day one, and did a b'dika on day eight, what's the halacha? What's the din? Rav says that enough to have either in the beginning or in the end. So therefore, the fact that she did on day one is good, and she could go to mikveh on day eight. And going to Rabbi Hanina, you need chilasim v'seifon, which means you need aleph and zayin, and therefore, if she did not, if she did only aleph and ches, she lost out, and she has to start again. The the Rosh, the Raivet, the Rambam, the Razor, which is a Balamor, not the Lubavitcher one, they all paskin like, the, like Rav, that one is enough. There's different little differences in how to understand what Rav says, but they all paskin like Rav. Like Rav. The Smag and Sefer Atrum and the Ramban, they paskin like Rav that you need both first day and last day. And the Besiyasef on the tour says, Roy Lahachmir Be'isus we should be machmering as Esau which is interesting that the Beis Yosef puts this, this idea of having to do B'dikas as a Chi of Deiraisa. It's also going to be important for what we're going to be discussing later on. To make it into a Chi of Deiraisa, it becomes a, so he calls it Suffolk Kodis. These B'dikas are Deiraisa. Now, what happens? So now, let's go to the people that hold like Rav, that being on Tchilos and Oy Seifon, one or just one is enough. 
Right, so when the Mesiris, when the Mechaber brings in a Shulchan Aruch, he says, Botkayim, Aleph, Oyim, Zayin, Oybaemtza. That means that he understands the Rav Shritter, that any, it's one B'dika at any point during the Shiva Nikim. Doesn't have to be the first day, doesn't have to be the seventh day, doesn't have to be, it could be one, some point down, down at, at those ones. Not everybody agrees with that, even within the people that hold like Rav. For example, the Ravid holds that it does work. The Raza holds that it has to be either Tchilos or Seifen. If I'm being medayik in the Lashon of the of the um, of Rav, so you have to be either Aleph or Zayin, not in the middle. The Tur went like the Ravid. He just quotes the Lashon of the Ravid, which means that if it's one in the middle, it's all alone. It works. And the Mechaber, like I said, he goes with the opinion that also the same like the Raiva, that if it's one, it doesn't make a difference which day it works. And, but Lahalamaisa, he, he's Machman like the Smag, which means that you need both Aleph and Zayin. <coughs> Let's go through some of the, before we go into what I want to discuss, there's a few important halachas, they're just um, points that have to be pointed out, and again, Maisel, the Shulchan Aruch tells you if the one B'dikah in the morning, one B'dikah in the afternoon, what does Babaykir mean? The Babaykir, it's right away the, it means when she wakes up, yeah, but she wakes up before, really, supposed to be any time after the nets. B'dikahs should be done, the B'dikahs should be done any time after the nets, but the evidence should be done, it could be done after Alois, if nets is very late, she's not going to be able to do it. There are those which in the big Shas Atchak will consider the B'dikah, if a B'dikah is done during nighttime, as a B'dikah for the following day. There is a Machlekes, whether nighttime is, is man B'dikah or not, does it count B'chal as anything or not. It's important to have in mind that this idea that a night B'dikah, there are those who are considerate as a B'dikah. What will be Nagea to if a person forgets to do Abdika and it's abdika which is needed, which we're going to discuss later. And she did a bdika, let's say she did a half sektahara, and then she did a maikdachuk and she did a proper bdika at night. So according to Mishasat Chagodl, according to the people that according to some of the opinions, that will be considered as a bdika of Yoim Aleph. After it says it's it was in the made of bdika and it stays inside after it says, yeah. Uh-huh. No, saying that's similar. What happens is if you if if uh, this counts for the for the following day. Practically, will make a difference if somebody if 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 we go if we say it we need Aleph Zayin yeah, and she did a bdika uh, day one two three four five and six, and then she. Um, and then she's, she's, for whatever reason, she's flying or whatever, she's going to lose on on day seven. And she thought and she decided to make a bdika on the night. Or she forgot to do a bdika on the day six and she did a bdika, she remembered she didn't know she did a bdika on the night. Maybe it counts as day seven. Just important to know that there is certain opinions which hold that a night bdika does count with the evidence. When you're dealing with the other situations, then you just have to know all the all the shit is there. I don't remember specifically who it is, but it is discussed at the night b'dikim. The chatchila definitely, and the chatchila even after Alisa Shachar, before Alisa Shachar, after Alisa Shachar, also you shouldn't do it. 
What does Samuch Rebbein Hashemoshes mean before Shkia? Lechatchila, when is it supposed to be? Mamish close to Shkia, as close as possible to Shkia. Shas atchak from Minchiktan and up. Now, huh? Now, huh? Shas atchak from Minchiktan and up. Lechatchila, plug a Minchit to Shkia. Shas atchak, Minchiktan. Now, Sometimes from, from uh, taking into consideration it's important to teach the people that uh, to do these abdikas when you teach them. If somebody's going to be at work, or going to be at work, especially in the winter, when shkia happens, when she's still at work, she's not going to be able to do it, you should do the abdika any time after minchiktana, not to forget the abdika, or even earlier than that, to do the second abdika, if there is no other way around it. It's more important to do the b'dika in a way that's kosher b'shas atchak and to completely forget the b'dika. In the winter, in certain places where if a woman's going to go to work, she's going to leave the house before, before Zricha. Not in New York, New York's not so bad, but further north. Leave before Zricha and come home after Shkia. And she's going to have to remember she is at some point in the break to make a b'dika or something in the office. And it can't be mechaven to exactly remember that this is going to have to happen. Oh, Zricha. We're going to go right now do it. Oh, Shkia, we're going to go right now do it. It's an, under stress and under a time of work. It's important to have, to know this. Should be done. Teach these people it's better to do it, even if it's a little bit earlier than the time that you're supposed to, rather than doing it afterwards, and you're not going to be able to get it right. Now, being the Mechaber says, V'ein l'hokel on the shita of Yem Aleph Yem Zayin, so what happens if a woman forgets to do any b'dikas on day one of Shiva Nikiyim, and she starts on day two? So day two will become day one, and then she'll count and she'll go to mikvah on the eighth day since uh, on the eighth day since uh, since they have sektara. Because right? the second one will become the first, it will come Yom Aleph of Shiva Nikiyim, and then the eighth day will become Yom 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 Zayin of Shiva Nikiyim. Same thing would be with with if it's if it's uh, if it's the third day, she she missed two days. Now there is a now there's there's one more nikkud that's important as Akdama also. There is a discussion what's considered uh, you have to count the the Torah says Masafra law. She has to count seven days. Now we know when it comes to Sfir Saimir Counting, you have to say it. Yeah. Otherwise, if you didn't say it, you had it in mind, and this and that, Shaila if it works. The Shalah says you have to actually say it with your mouth. It's mentioned in the Pisch Chuva. Today is the first day of Shivanakim. The Behuda, the Radbaz, hold that that you don't need it to say it but you have to be mechaven in your mind. Today is day one, tomorrow is day two, uh, the next day is today is day two, today is day three. The Maram of Rotemuk says Yilchatchila should be done by saying it, and uh, otherwise just have just have it just have it in mind at least the minimum to know which day she's holding at. Yeah, that is 
Just, just mentioning features in Pesach Tshuva. The reason I'm mentioning is because what we're going to be discussing, I said that Tahar and Tzemach Tzedek, this is a very important, some of the important points that are going to, going to come up. Now, there is also the Pesach Tshuva discusses about when she doesn't do B'dikas on all the days. For example, if she only did B'dikas on the first day and on the third day, and the Neide Behuda says, she did a B'dikas on the first day and on the third day, two B'dikas, she didn't do first and seventh, and this is Sifkat Mavav in the Pesach Tshuva, she only did the first and third. So she could be table on the eighth day, which is an interesting thing because the eighth is not the seventh, not the first, not the third, but as is like the a um, bunch of people uh, were left and said there's a question on the you could say that ultimately it's a, the the Mechaber says which is mashma you need to have Aleph and Zion so if she does an Aleph and she does an Gimel and then she didn't do an Zion then she should do an Tess because Tess is the seventh day from from uh, Gimel, but not, she could do on Ches, Ches doesn't help anything. But if it would be Beis and Ches, it would help, Gimel and Tess would help. And uh, then if you have also uh, Gimel and Zion, also there are some the same, there's the, for example, Dogon Mevlava also holds that, it's, that, that it's kosher, that it's Eilelah B'dievet, if she did the third and the seventh. Now, huh? What? It's what? Dogul Mervava. Is yes. He says, he says again, maybe he writes in Dogul Mervava, if it's third and seventh, it's Moel Bediev. It looks like Nadi Behuda holds that something with the third. And uh, the first is talking about the first and the third. What's, there is an idea that has to be a Bdik on the day that she goes to Mikvah. So if she does first and third, Yehuda says, okay, she'll, she'll do on the eighth and she'll go to mikvah. If she does third and seventh, she did on the seventh, she'll go to mikvah then. That means whichever, based on all, based on this Gemara, there's different shit, this understanding what the Machlekes is. And we see what the Tzemach Tzedek holds, he understands the Machlekes totally different, on, on different than all these people. Now, what happens, this is all talking about when you did two B'dikas. Now, what happens, we go back to this uh, one B'dika, one B'dika thing that we mentioned. That, uh, that uh, this is really the majority of the Rishayim hold of the one B'dika, the Paschal, like Rav, not like Rav Hanina. That the, the one B'dika is enough. Either first or seventh or one in the middle, according to Mechaber. And there are some which hold that's first or seventh, but can't be one in the middle. So, same Pesach also brings out over here that uh, that uh, if it's on the first or the seventh, then in Kvarlon, same bylaw, you could be Mekel, but if it's one of the middle ones, the Maisi can't be Mekel even if Lonsa in bylaw. Now we're going to understand Tzemach Tzedek. First introduction, Tzemach Tzedek goes based on the Sidri Tahara. You have a Sidri Tahara, and Tzemach Tzedek is doesn't match up to the Siddha Tahara, but he follows the Siddha Tahara discusses. Siddha Tahara opens, so it's a forgotten Yutches mainly, opens by discussing, it's a long Siddha Tahara, you're going to get a chance, a chance to read it later if you want, um, that there is a discussion, do we need Sfurim Lefaneinu, do we need to have this counting every day, first, you know, 
to have a, some sort of count of the Shiva Nakim, to keep track of the Shiva Nakim. First, he says, the ones that hold that you need, according to Bish Yosef, which he passes that you need Aleph and Zion, and he says, this is in the Shulchan Aruch, and in the, in, in the Bish Yosef, he says that it's Yesh Lahachmer Besafik Kodesh, Smashma that he holds that it is a Deiraisa. Sofik the Akoponim is Sofik Deiraisa. And that the, the, that the keeping track of the seven days of Sfurim has, is also a Deiraisa. She has to be the Vesofra law that you have to have track of the seven days as Medeiraisa. According to those shittas, there's a holy niche first and seventh. And according to the ones that hold that one is enough, whether first or seventh, Tchilos Noisaifon, it's not clear. So it's not clear. Do they need Sfurim Lefaneinu? Do we need the. Do we need, is it Medeiraisa? First of all, is the bdik, are these Bdikas Medeiraisa or not? Second of all, do we need Sfurim Lefaneinu? And he starts by bringing the Meil Tzedakah. The Meil Tzedakah says that even according to the ones which hold that one day is enough, she still has to count the days. Still has to count the days. Vesofra law. Still has to count the days. And there's two reasons why he brings why she has to count the days. First of all, Pasuk says Vesofra law, so you have to count it. Second of all, if she doesn't count the days, she's not going to pay attention, and maybe there's going to be some sort of, of, of she's going to feel some blood or something, she's not going to realize, she's not going to pay attention, and this, she, she could become tummy without knowing, and she'll just continue um, without doing any bdikas, and she'll, be, she'll go to mikvah. Really, she should not be going to mikvah because her shiva nakim got messed up. Now, so therefore, because you need this counting, the Mil Tzedakah explains, because you need this counting, even according to the Shittas which hold, even according to Rav, that even only one is enough, that is why in the Gemara, that is why if she does Hefzik Tahara and she does Yom Ches, she does not do Yom Aleph at all, because the Gemara talks about Bat Karish and Shmini. That's the Machlekes Rav and Rabbi so remember, the Machlokas, nobody, the Machlokas and Gemara is not do you need one, do you need one and seven, or do you need one in the middle. The question in Gemara was, she did Hefzik Tahara, day one, day eight, what's the din? And from that, everybody learns out, as Raf says, day one and day eight works, so obviously, because he holds the Tchilos and Seifan, which means day one is enough, one is enough. The question is, which one is enough? And the Rebbe holds, no, it's not good, and it's because he holds Tchilas and Ansef, we need Aleph and Zayn. But, but if she only does De, De, Yom Ches, she does have Tahara and she does only Yom Ches, even according to Rav, it doesn't also lie. What's the reason for it? So the male Tzadok explains, obviously, because he needs Tzfurim Lefaneinu. You need some form of counting of the Shiva Nakim. And if you didn't do a single B'dika during the Shiva Nakim, after the Hefzik Tahara, this counting never, never happened. Because the counting is not only a, a, a counting in your mind, there has, there has to be something to the counting. One B'dika at least in the counting. And then the counting kicks in. But otherwise the counting doesn't kick in. And based on that, the Mil comes up with an interesting scenario. What happens if a woman saw Kassam on day two, or something along those lines, and therefore she has to restart her counting. She has to have Sikh and restart the counting. 
And she didn't know, she didn't ask it of. She asked her friends, and her friends told her, oh, blood, wait five days, and then start. So on day two, she started counting five days, comes day seven, and she does a bdika. And then her husband went and asked it off, and the Rav says, what are you doing, what are you talking about? She only has to do, only had to wait one day. So the Miltstalker says, even though she did Be'asim, she did first day, right? Then she, the second day, she saw Kasim, and she did, she checked, there was no, she saw Kasim, she doesn't have to, uh, she has to do Abdika, so she did Abdika, it was clean. And then she waited five days, and then she did another Abdika, another Abdika, so technically you have Rishon and Shvi, so she should go to Mikva, right? She have Rishon and Shvi. Mustaka says no, it doesn't work. Why? Because she was completely misyachdas from the counting, and you need sforim lefanei, which means whichever way you're going to look, if you go based on the first that you need alaf uh, zayin, you definitely need sforim lefanei. No, even maybe even medirayse. And according to the second shit, the bdikas maybe not medirayse. Still sforim lefanei. You still need to have one bdikah doing shuvin akim, and you still need to have some kind of sfira. And the Miltzdoki would say, if she was completely from counting, she could become completely, she, that the, the Rebunakim doesn't count. That's one in Yisidah Tahara. First in Vatsurah Fonen, who does it? Second in Yisidah Tahara is, according to those, according to Rav, which holds that you need one Bdika, when could that Bdika happen? have on the you have to have the first bdika on Yem Aleph. According to that, you don't need to, because it's Tchilas Noisaifa. But let's say, according to the other Shitta, which is Allah and Shulchan Aruch, you need Aleph and Zion. Does the first day have to happen? Does the first, does Yem Aleph have to happen right after Hafsik Tahara? That's the next, that's the topic you discuss. Does it have to happen right after Hafsik Tahara or not? Could it be three days later? Does Hafsik Tahara have to be attached to the, to the B'dik of Yem Aleph? And he explains, L'chaira, after Hafsik Tahara, this woman goes into the category of Cheskes Tahara. Yeah, she goes to Tahara, she's Mafsik Tahara, she goes to the Chazak of Tahara. For the Chayra, if she's going to do the three days after the Tahara, the Hafsik Tahara will still be good. Right? Therefore, she would, but she still has to keep the count in mind. For him, the main thing is the count. She will still have to keep the count in mind. And therefore, she would have to, this Vdika still has to be within Shiva Nakim. It doesn't have to be the first day, according to the Swara of. She wouldn't have to be on the first day. But it still has to be within the time of Shiva Nakim, and she has to continue counting. And he goes back, and he goes back again to the same idea that was mentioned before. He goes, and then he brings at length, from every you can see it in the, in the Sittah, there's like, it's like three columns that he discusses it. All of them are just the from the Rishayim, from all the Rishayim, that need need uh, counting. And even according to Rav, you don't need Alpha Zion. Just where you need both, you just need one. Still, she has to at least to write, at least have in mind something that she's doing, she should count. Therefore he takes the approach that even according to even 
have when you need one, really that one should be on day one. Why? It kicks off the spring. kicks off the count. Otherwise, it doesn't kick off the count. So you need really on the first day. The same thing repeats later in Siddhartha, and it's called Nechavbeit, He also repeats the same idea, but it's very short, it's much shorter, but it also mentions that happened, the majority of the Rishonim, which happened to hold like Rav, that you only need one, still that should be done the first day, and even, and then over there he mentions another point, in that even those that hold Zion, you need Aleph and Zion, Rishon and Shri, which is what the Bishes Paskins La'aloche, and he says Yesh Lahachem Besafik Shulkaris. He doesn't mean doesn't mean that that the both Bdika Aleph and Zion are Midaraisa. No, only one is Midaraisa. Even according to the Bishes, only one is Midaraisa. Only the first one is Midaraisa. Bdika Yim Zion is Midaraisa. Therefore, if if she's in a situation. And she could only do one bdika. We'll get to what those scenarios are later. She could only do one bdika. She should do on Yim Aleph and on Yim Zayin. Now back in Sifkat and Yudchez, the Siddhartha goes the whole other topic at the end of the, at the end of the of, of his Sifkat and talking about Makris and Ksamim during Shiva and Akim, if you could count them or not. And being that the Tzemach also discuss it, I will discuss it later. First I'm going to go into just a quick... Uh, uh, we'll go through the points of the Tzemach Tzedek that discuss the Siddha Tahara, what we see from it, Lamaise, and then go back to the Siddha Tahara for the end of the Siddha Tahara and the back of the, and the end of the Tzemach Tzedek on the same thing. Tzemach Tzedek's Shuvah is Simen Kufnun Hey, which is printed in your book in page 261. Here you have, just to give you, you have the first, it is 10 OECS. And the continuation and the conclusion of this shuva is in the only found it later is in Milusharim Iluim Chelikay Simen Chavzayin, which is in your book, page three twelve. And over there you see it starts with Ois Yudalaf on page three twelve. That is the the end of this shuva, the same shuva of Kufnun Hay. Now, whatever is printed in Kufnun Hay is relevant to everything Siddhartha had discussed up until he discusses the Marcus and the Ksamim. What he has in Simen Chavzayin is the end part, which is connected to the end part of the Siddhartha Tahara about Marcus. We're going to do Kufnun Hay now, then go back to Siddhartha Tahara, then go to that. I am obviously not going to go through everything that Samach Siddhartha says. Time constraints. Go through just important, certain important points that come up from the Tzemach Tzedek over here. The first, he starts by bringing the Siddha Tahara, which we said, the Siddha Tahara brings the name of the Miltzdoke, <coughs> that even according to the Shitta of Rav, that only one is enough in Shivan Akim, you still need Tzfurim Lafaneinu, and the reasons, the two reasons are, a, because of the Pasuk, Safrala, and B, because Loititindaito, she's not going to pay attention if she's going to see something or feel something, she's not going to pay attention, therefore she still has to have in mind the Shiva Nikim. And therefore, if she doesn't have Siktahara and just day eight, even according to Rav, it wouldn't help. And it's a shortly explained why this 
Einenochen. Why he says, he explains first of all, the majority of the Poiskim hold like Rav. And they hold like, not only do they hold like Rav, they also hold that what understanding of Rav is that you need Soifon without Chiloson will work, just on day seven, for example. Which means that there was no Sforim Lefaneinu. So therefore, what the, this, the first point that Tanasei points out, the Yisoyed of the Sitahara and the Miltzdokah, that you need Sforim Lefaneinu, is, is, uh, is, is, uh, is not, is not the way, he, not the way he understands, it's not, it's not Ma'akiv. Ah, you have a Shaila, Bazoi, why doesn't Yom Ches help? If you have Efzik Tal and Yom Ches, why doesn't Yom Ches help? So that he, does, he explains later on, so Mastak is going to explain to you the Swara, how he understands the Machlegas Rav and Rabbi Khanin, and then it's going to make sense. He says, still in all, you're not going to go against what it says in the Gemara, but uh, we don't know what exactly what the, what the reason of the Gemara, but the Lamaise he says, it's, even according to the Siddha Tahara, <coughs> there is a Svare that you don't need Sfurim Lafaneinu, and therefore he says it is that that's how he understands Machsalik says the idea of Sfurim Lafaneinu is not mandatory, definitely not according to Rav. Then Machsalik goes for about five Oiseus and he discusses. He discusses even because then the Tara says that according first he says according, that according to Rav definitely you don't need Tzfulim Lefaneinu. Now what it's, what the Siddur Tara says that either according to Rabbi Chanina you do need Tzfulim Lefaneinu. He says that's also not accurate. And uh, he goes into explain he goes and explains it that that uh, first he goes into discusses that even some of the brings more to Shainim that hold like Rav that only one is enough. That only one, that not only that only one's enough, that that one could be at the end of the Shiva Nakim, not in the beginning of the Shiva Nakim. And it would be enough, even Midirais would definitely be enough Tchiloson, even though, even though you don't have, you don't need, uh, you, you don't have, uh, you don't have Tchiloson. And he, the end of the Machmirim, only, he only left with. Two or three of them. That's how the Tzemach first goes through understanding who's on which team. Then he explains a very interesting, and this is in Safe Hey, that the idea of Sforim Lefaneinu, that essentially the Tahara explained it different than what it really means. It doesn't mean actual counting. Everybody holds that Sforim Lefaneinu would mean, everybody understands that Sforim Lefaneinu means counting. To count, you have to have in mind. But he says that's not what it's talking about. Sfurim means that we have to have some form of cheskas tahara in the beginning and in the end, and we know the seven days that she was in and she was tired. That's what sfurim means. Doesn't mean that's counted. It means that there are there these seven days which are muhzak bitahara. How are these seven days muhzak bitahara? Through having one tchil of but it doesn't mean that according to the person who holds Chilav Yosef, you have to have Sfurim Lefani, you have to actually go and count them. And he understands that even according to Siddhi Tahara, the way he explains it, even according to him, we could say that you don't need Sfurim Lefani, even according to the Shit of Yom Aleph and, and Yom Zayn.
So now comes the question, we're back to the question, why, if you do have to, we have so many people that hold the krav, why if you do have to, and then you come and you do a new ches, why doesn't it work? The chayre should work, according to the shita of Rav, that one is enough. Why is there, why, why is one, why is this yom ches doesn't work? If you say and you say you don't need and we explained that if you have a dike, we said that if you have um, even if you start the Shiva Nakim, we explain if you start the Shiva Nakim a few days late after the Hefsik Tahara, let's say according to the Aleph and Zion, it still works. The Aleph starts three days later. According to Rav, who says Bain and Saifun is enough, so let's put everything together. Hefsik Tahara happened today. Then there was the two, three day gap, right? And then seven days later, she did a bdika, one bdika, one bdika is enough. That counts those seven days. Why doesn't it work? Without Sfirinfinet, it should, it, should, it should still work. The Hefzik Tahara should not expire seven days after the, the seven, when seven days pass without doing any bdika. So he explains as follows. Really, the Machlekes of Rav and Avi Hanina is, t is not about what's, not about do you need Chilos and Besoifen or not. Machlekes of them is what is Tchilosan and Saifan and how many days could you go without a B'dika? According to, according to Rabbi Hanina, Hefzik Tahara does not count as Tchilosan and you can't have more than a five day gap. Five days without a B'dika. Tchilosan has to be its own B'dika, Yem Aleph. Saifan has to be its own B'dika, Yem Zayin. And between the two you can't have more than five empty days. That's Rabbi Hanina's Shittah. According to Rav, five days is not five days, six days is also good. And the Hefzik Tahara counts as Tchilosan. So therefore, Yom Zayin would count as Saifun. If you need Saifun. That's why, if he does Hefzik Tahara and then Saifun is on day seven, it works. If she does day eight and day one, so up until now, how do we understand the Shita of Rav? She does day one and day eight. It works, why? Because we only look at day one, only Tchilas and Yisrael, and it's not, it's not nothing to do with that. It's actually six days between day one and day eight. Just like the six days between day, between Hefzik Tahara and day seven. So you have the six days between the one B'dikah that you count and the B'dikah you went to before Mikvah, so it works. You also have Tchilosan and Saifan, just not the Tchilosan and Saifan, the way the, everybody else understood it. So therefore, if she does a Hefzik Tahara, and then she does day eight, it doesn't work. Because a Hefzik Tahara, doesn't, you have more than six days between Hefzik Tahara and day eight. Even according to Rav, the one B'dika would be, has to be at some point, um, there's a Hefzik Tahara, and then at some point there's another B'dika which will be counted towards, and then she goes to Mikveh, the seifah will be the day she goes to mikveh. Lamar Zogan, okay, she says, Tchilasan, the seifah will be the day she goes to mikveh. And it's a little bit much from the Tzimach Tzedek, that the day she goes to mikveh, even if she does one b'dika, that day would be, she would have to do a b'dika anyways. It doesn't say it clearly, but based on the way he explains Rav, the day of going to mikveh would also need a b'dika. To, 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 to do the, to do the, uh, the oi right? 
<coughs> and according to Rabbi Hanina, we said you need the first day to, to, to kickstart the, the, the Bdikas. But it's not, but he said according to Rav, even according to Rav, it's not the one Bdikah in the middle, Lav Dafka, the one Bdikah in the middle, would work. So now he goes, he says, and what the Siddha Tahara then tells you, if she does a Hefzik Tahara, and then she starts her counting, a few days later she does the B'dika, <coughs> and then she starts the Shiva Nekim, according to the shit of Aleph and Zion, yeah, she starts the Aleph, the third day became Aleph, and the ninth day, and the tenth day became, the tenth day became Zion. The ninth day became Zion. So that's also, that works according to the Mechaber, because you have less than five days gap. You have the Hefzik Tahara. If you have less than five day gaps, it works. And according to Rav, as long as there's no six days pass from the Hefzik Tahara and then you do a B'dika, it also works. Alright, so that's that's the Mechlekes of Rav and Abichanina. It's not about whether one is enough or not, it's whether how long passed from the Hefzik Tahara, Hefzik Tahara might count as the first one, and the, and the eighth one, and the seventh one will be, or any one in the middle would also work. Anyone in the middle would also work, as long as she goes to Mikveh on the seventh day, and there's no six day gap before she goes to Mikveh. If she's a six day gap, it doesn't work. It's a five day gap, not a not a sixty. Five days means a five empty days. Five days of no bdikas whatsoever. Towards the end, the Masada goes back and says, okay, now let's go back to what the Siddhartha says in the beginning, and of this Siddhartha says that there's two reasons why the Bishinimil Tsdaka, two reasons why we need food in the Fanainu. One reason is because of the Pasuk, another reason is because of she's not going to pay attention. He says the second reason is not a good reason at all. And and uh, not a good reason at all. He doesn't like the good. He doesn't like that reason, and he concludes with a very interesting uh, lotion, if you want to call it. I didn't see it. Um, it's in the end of Tess. Achim after the stillness and everything else, after discussing the whole topic for nine long years. I created the good Yisoid, the Soifun of Fishin Tchilas and Yisrael Chisvila Klal, according to the ones that hold, according to Rav, that holds that you need Soifun, Tchilasun Oi, Soifun is, is uh, you don't, definitely don't need, don't need Sfurim Lefonenu, not like the Miltzadaka tried to explain. And then he goes and says, and I, the Tahara brings an ayah from the Rosh, and that you do need Sfurim Lefonenu, you do need, you still need Sfurim Lefonenu. The ayah from the Rosh is the Rosh you can't bring an ayah from, because the Rosh is talking about when there was no Bdikas whatsoever. But if there was some Bdikas, that Bdikas, like we explained before, the Shadav Semach Tzedek is that the Bdikas themselves is what creates the Sfurim. Not that we have to do an actual counting independent of the Bdikas. Not that the Bdikas are kosher if there was Sfurim. No, the Bdikas create the Sfurim. You don't need Sfurim the Fani, you don't have to actually count. The Bdikas is what creates the Vesofra law is done via the Bdikas. So if she does one Bdikas according to Rav, or she does two Bdikas according to Rabbi Hanina, that creates the Vesofra law. 
<coughs> if she doesn't do any bdikas whatsoever, that's when the Rosh would say that it doesn't work because there's no suffer love. But if she does any bdikah, does bdikah day one and day seven, that works for the Sphira of Shivanaki. Right now, back to the Sira Tahara, the end of the Sira Tahara, he, he has a question, he puts a question, ends with Tzarechiyun, that the Sira Tahara starts, the, this, the, the end of the Sira Tahara, that being that you have, a, now that we establish, going to Sira Tahara, we'll go back to Sira Tahara, we'll go jump to Samach Tzadik soon, back to Sira Tahara, okay, now that we establish that we need Tzfurim Lefoneinu, so, how could it be that certain Nachroinim were Mekel in the Maka during Shiva Nakiyim? If you know that there's a maka and you're able to be telling a maka, how could you be mako? If the bdik is not fully clean. Lichoira, the din of maka only applies when mayonas awesome, when we're not expecting any blood. And therefore, since we see blood, we say she has a chazaka, and the blood that she saw is from a maka or a but otherwise, if she does not have that chazaka, now that she is in after Hefzikhtara, but before she went to make she doesn't have the same chazaka, so how can you be toiling the market? <coughs> More so, you need tzfurim. How are you going to be able to have these counted days if one of them is not clean? You're right, it might not be the blood, but you have no way of determining what blood it is. When is a maka, we still don't know for sure if the blood is a maka. We're totally in a maka. <coughs> but over here, you want to be the surim, you want to need the, you need the counting, you're not going to have that. They're not surim, they're not nakim, not shiva nakim. They're not clean. Maybe there's not the damnid, but they're not clean. So how are you going to do, how are you going to be able to count the shiva nakim? More so, you have a cheskas, you want to say you have a cheskas tahara from the hefzik tahara, you don't have a cheskas tahara from the hefzik tahara. What's the biggest proof? Says some, you, you could say, well, Corey, if you have Aleph and Zion, right, and do, she doesn't do any bdikas in the middle, so we say, how could she go to mikveh? Because she has a cheskas tahara, right? It makes sense. She has a cheskas tahara from beginning to end, therefore she go to mikveh. He says, no, that's not the cheskas tahara. Because what happens if she sees on the third day blood? We don't go and say, oh, that blood is probably, find a, a way to be matter. If she has a proper ear on the third day, she sees blood, not a market, nothing of that. We don't try and look for something to be toilet in and say it came from something else. No, we say, cheskas tahara, out the window. Which means that she does not have a seven day cheskas tahara after the hefzik tahara. There's no such a chazaka of tahara. So therefore, if she does not have a cheskas tahara, you can't be tailing the maka. If she, says, if she sees blood in the maka, you can't be tailing the maka. Definitely not in the bdika. And maybe, if you want to be make, only if it's a kasim. Kasim, then you could be make if it's a maka. But if it's a bdika, there's a maka, you cannot be make. Huh? After what? Yeah. Yeah, but here, huh? Right. So then, so so after the first the first three days of of, of Shiva Nikim, you still maybe within the border of 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 of, of Mayon Pasuach, right? But then afterwards, 
maybe my own assassin, but she doesn't have a cheskas tahara. The cheskas tahara is not established. That's what he says. He says, you can't use the cheskas tahara to say, that he says the whole makkah is based on cheskas tahara, and therefore we, we don't might see Yishim cheskas But since you don't have the cheskas tahara, maybe you don't have a cheskas too, once my own pasuk definitely have a problem. Huh? The seven full days of being clean. That's what's marshal from the Siddha Tahara. That the Cheskas Tahara of a woman comes after the seven days of being of Shivanakir. Not from a Hafsik Tahara. That's what it seems like from him. He says, therefore, he has a question on the people that are Makal and Amaka. And he lives in Sarichiyun. Huh? For Sfurim. Yeah. But Siddha Tahara is the one that creates the whole. Uh, that Sfurim is a package. It's a Machsadik seems to be going with the Siddha Tahara, just explaining every point of Siddha. Huh? Yeah, that's how you explain it. So I think it's Meiko. What's what for, for, for what? Yeah, yeah, that's what we're going to do right now. That's the next question. Now, so this is the Siddha ends in the Tzori Chiyun, that you have a, a, a uh, that you have a, uh, you can't, he's not, uh, you can't rely on a maka when it comes to, he, he doesn't understand how they could be makel even in a kasem and uh, in bedikas. Repoil looks like he's makel in a kasem, but not in bedikas when it comes to maka, but he still stays in sarichil. On that, you have a tzemach tzedek. So tzemach tzedek also discusses that part, which is on page 312. It's discussed in other places in tzemach tzedek. Also, I'm just using this because this is one tzahem of the same tshuva. And over here, it's in page 312, it's a short thing that Semach Tzedek says. Um, everything we discussed until now is regarding Sfurim Lefuneinu, that he, she doesn't need to have, uh, have in mind the seven days. But, Mashikos, why does he the Tahara? We have another topic that the Tahara discussed about. Which is, how can you be tailing the Maka in, in Shiva Nekim? Lechaira, she's in the Cheskas and therefore, how you could be toiling the market? That is, you say this is the tahara, and he explains that it's not so. Really, the ones that according to Ravu, he holds that you don't need chil of a saif. You only need one. Definitely, once is a hefsek tahara, she's a cheskas tahara, and that's why if she does a bdika on day one. She goes to mikveh six days later. We obviously say that there's a cheskas tahara those six days. She's not doing another bdika to check. If she does on the seventh day and doesn't do on the first day, according to Rav, also not a problem. She has a cheskas tahara. That b'dike, l'chayr, is only for the idea of to have this counting, this furim, this one day of counting that creates the counting of all the seven days. Otherwise, you don't need it. The cheskas tahara is there. So therefore, according to Rav, definitely is a cheskas tahara, and you definitely could be tailor in the maka, even the b'dike. Yeah, so that's what it seems like. However, even according to Rav, let's go back to what we discussed before. We can't so we can't clearly say that there's a cheskas tahara that's non-waivable over here. Why? Because if you look at what Rav said in the Gemara, Rav didn't say she could go to mikveh. She only does one bedik on day one. It was talking about she did day one and day eight, and that's when there was a a a a, a, a cheskas tahara. If she only did on day one, she didn't do on day eight, and she went to make on day eight, it wouldn't work. So how can you be so clear there's a cheskas tahara if she does for all the seven days?
But if she only did one of the Shivanakim, maybe we cannot be telling the Maka. He says, but if she does a Bdike Aleph and Zion, then you could be telling the Maka. Why? Because for, according to Bullshit, does he have a Cheskas Tahara? According to Rav, he definitely have a Cheskas Tahara. The only difference between beginning and end is that Rav was Mekel, that you could have a six day gap rather than a, than a five day gap. But there's still, the Cheskas Tahara will apply if she has day one and day seven. But you could be Mekel. If there are Bdikas in the beginning and the end, you could be Mekel in the Maka in the Shiv and Akim. And then he says, and what the, what the Chacham Tzvi and the Siddha Tahara want to differentiate between a Kesem, where they're more Mekel, and B'dikas, where they're more Machmir, that's not so. Rather, if there are B'dikas, Aleph and Zion, you could be toiling, anything you could, you toiling, anything you could be toiling, including a Maka. You don't have to be Machmir. There are bdikas, you don't have to be machmer on these, even if it's a bdika, if you know there's a maka, you could be toiling a maka, you're toiling a maka, and does not ruin the sfurim that we don't really need. Right, so now, if you read it's a machzedek simply, it seems like to be toiling a maka, if it's a machzedek, you have to have aleph and zayin. That's what's mashma from here. Yeah, it seems like it, right? That if she sees, if she ha if she did a bdike in middle of the shivanakim and she and there's a maka, and she saw blood and were toilet in the maka, then this would uh, if she does a bdike on day seven and it's clean then 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 you could be then you could be toileting it, but stamas if she only does a bdike on day one and then she does a bdike and she sees a maka and then she doesn't do any other bdikas afterwards maybe you can't be toileting it that's what it's not clear. If you could be toiling in such a scenario or not. There is another place where it's mashra, I don't remember right now. It's mashra, mashra, at Bechla, you could be toiling in Marcus in Shivan Akim without this. However, it's mashra, does not discuss Chi of Bdika. The Aleph is enough, yeah. Yeah, that's a different Shuvah, yeah. No, it's not here, somewhere else. Right, but it says, it is over here, it's in a derch pilpul. Ah? This is not in the first three days, or is it also? Also in the first three days. Yeah. So it seems like, yeah. So now, there is, there, the, but if it's, they're discussing a chiv dike, if a woman does have all these uh, psoim and everything else, and she can't, she can't. Uh, she can't do abdika. She can't do abdikas and 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 beoimik without becoming possible. So you have, say, you have as mentioned before. You have You do day one, and afterwards you do some. You do a kinoach rather than doing a full abdika. And once you get one, you get one clean abdika is enough. And the same idea you also have in. Daruch HaShulchan, if you look at Daruch HaShulchan, also discusses the same thing. That if a woman has a lot of tzayim, she only does one, one is enough. He doesn't say day one, like it's a machzadik, he doesn't do the beginning of the day one. There are those that understand from the tzayim, they connect the two tshuvas together and they say, that being that the tzayim over here goes to the, you don't need the whole sfur and the phenomenon, and takes apart the whole idea of the, of the Siddha Tahara that, 
that you need, that you don't need the Sfulim and Fulim Bimela, the one Bidika doesn't have to be in the beginning. They connect the two Shuvahs of the Machsedek together and they say, Prince of Machsedek, in a certain scenario, even if it's only one Bidika, the Shuvah Nakim will still be fine if it's not the first day. I happen to think it's not so, that it is. It's a Machsedek, understanding it's a Machsedek. It doesn't make a difference which day it is. From Samachsedek, you could understand that it could, doesn't make, from this true, you could understand it doesn't make a difference which day. From another place, it still seems like it has to be Dafke, Dafke day one, in such a scenario. The Aruch HaShulchan says, uses that in a scenario when there's a lot of Makas, you could rely on one B'dikah, you could rely on the Shitta of Rav, of one B'dikah is enough. Right, because in Tzemachsedek, what the discussion over here is, what it could be telling the market, not about what the Chiyuv Lik is. So if there's a certain scenario when <coughs> it's clear that this woman has a lot of Makas, and if she's going to do B'dikas, she's for sure not going to be able to get a clean, a clean half-stick. Then, if she only does one, sometimes you could be Mekel. Now, why is it important to know this? You can't be makel even the side of Simach Tzedek, inside the Chavaz Das, inside the Tahara, a little bit, and the Aruch HaShulchan all discuss when there is makas, serious makas. Not that a woman forgot. If a woman forgot to do B'dikas, and you're dealing with a regular, according to Shulchan Aruch, you have to do B'dikah Yemalaf and Yem Zayin. So if a woman did a B'dikah on day one, and then she forgot, and didn't do any b'dikas till b'chlal, and she, she gets already missed. So sometimes you, you should be machra, start again. Can't be makel based on that. If a woman did day one and day two, and then she got sick or whatever it is, and she didn't do any b'dikas, and now it's day seven, and she didn't do B'dikah on day seven, let her go to Mikvah on day eight, because day two will become day one, and day eight will become day seven. <coughs> even if she, some, there are some, even if she forgot on day seven, only the whole day seven, she didn't do any B'dikah on day seven, some will say push it off, the I would tell people, push it, I tell people, push it off to day eight, and then go on day eight. See, so at least have a B'dikah on the last day of Shiva Nekim, which is, that's the Mashmos, the Chathila of the Mechaber, the Ein Laakal, is day, uh, day one and day seven. Day one and day seven means that the day of going to Mikvah there has to be a B'dikah. So even if a woman has to push off B'dikah, when's in the Gev, a woman has to push off B'dikah, she does Shiva Nekim, right? And then she has to push off the B'dikah, she has to push off the Tevila because for whatever reason she's not in a place where where she could, uh, or there's no mikveh, the mikveh shut down, or whatever it is, she was in, flight got delayed, v'chulu v'chulu. So then she'll go to mikveh the next day, or two days later, she'll do a b'dikah that day. As long as there's less than five day gap, and you can still, you always, as long as you could extend it, she has to make sure that she never passes that amount of time without it. So now, if you do have a situation where a woman cannot do b'dikahs every day, and you're gonna have to pass it there, so you're going to think about it, you're going to look from Shulchan Aruch and say, oh, day one and day seven, right? That's the minimum. Don't say day one and day seven. They say day one, day four and day seven, or day three and day seven. Because in case she misses day seven, and she calls you all panicked from the mikvah, I forgot, I didn't do b'dikas, and she only did day one, you have a problem. Only when you have serious markers, maybe you could rely on the Aruch HaShulchan. 
And even going to Machzedek, another place, you need some, some Kinoch in the middle, because Kinoch counts like a Bdikah. But otherwise, if it's only day one, how can you rely on Rav, even though the majority of the place can do hold like Rav up until the Shulchanach, Shulchanach says, Vayin So therefore, it's highly recommended you do another, to do another Bdikah, some point in, some point in the middle. <coughs> and uh, I did see there were in certain, if you're dealing with the Chabadahs, there were certain scenarios where if the Bdike forgot day one, and there was the Moich Dochop was done as a Bdike in a state till after it says, and it was a Shat Chagodo that the Mikveh was only in a certain location or they were going out of town and there's no other way to access the mikveh if it would get pushed off or get pushed off for a long time, <coughs> then they would rely on it as, on the moich, not on the hefzik tahara, as the bdikah of yom aleph. But still should do a bdikah on yom zayin. Why would the moich be the bdikah of yom aleph? Because only if it was done b'chayim b'zdokim and it was done after, and it's remained till after it says. I said that was in the beginning of the year. But there are people that hold that a nighttime b'dikah, b'shasat chagadol works, even though chatechila it doesn't. Yeah. And with this, uh, conclude this uh, this topic. Stop it, everybody.